Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be here with you. I just in the last week, always taking some form of a course or doing some form of education to feed my mind and learn where am I in this place, in this land of life um, compared to where I would like to be and continuing to realign with myself. And we just learned that we are in the top 50% of podcasts, which I feel like is a really huge success. And that is massively due to all of you, the listeners. So I thank you so much. I thank you for your feedback. I thank you for everything that you're providing us each week. And we're just thrilled to be back today. I am here with a dear friend, Rosalie, and we were just getting super fired up about some of her passions, some of the things that light her up. And I cannot wait for her to share um, what she's done. You are such a bright light in the world. You've done so many things. You have so many passions. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and um, share a little bit about um, what's on your heart as we get into this. But who are you? What are you up to at this moment? Um, so my name is Rosalie and I have been blessed to be friends with you over many, many years as we um, intersected because of our businesses. And I um, am an architect by training and an architect is a jack of all trades. So that also parallels my life. I've done many, many different careers and I 100% believe that each one of those journeys is on purpose. Even that they don't seem related, they are all purposeful of, to who I am and they define the how I'm put together right now. So I will start with, um, I started off in architecture ended up doing business and marketing, took a small hiatus and became an actor doing stage and commercial work. And then I became a mother and probably that was the most important role that happened at the very end. It's the culmination of all those things. And as I became a mother, I decided like, okay, what, what do I want to be when I grow up? Honestly, because I was, the other things were just happening serendipitously. And then I thought, okay, how can you, I use the experiences from my past to culminate into something that I love to do that I'm passionate about. And so um, when I was pregnant with Lauren, my first one, who's now in college, is um, that I really wanted my own lemonade stand. And I wanted to support other women that were going through this transformation of like now having a family or being in a relationship. And um, I, I decided that would probably be a baby boutique, right? Because that was in the moment. And I fell in love with it, actually. The whole idea of that I'm curating products to solve a problem, like they need a gift, they, they're having issues with sleeping, they're like, whatever. So it's always problem solving. And so that was the culmination is like when I became um, a shop owner or developing it. And now, 16 years later, I have four children and uh, I'm married and I live in um, Plymouth, Michigan. And um, my store exists virtually and in a brick and mortar in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I'm very, very happy about that. And um, currently I'm thinking about what to do next. Like with everything that I've learned, how can I share that with other people that are interested in starting either a baby boutique or even just a business and um, to not be paralyzed to take a, take a chance on themselves. Yeah, so. I love that. I love, love, love it. I, it's, so fun to hear architect being jack of all trades. And I feel like you do such a phenomenal job of bringing in all the aspects of your life and appreciating them. So many yeah. times it's easy to 
wonder why in the heck I did something or why I didn't continue on. And you even use the word synchronicity, right? Like these things were just showing up. You were taking the next steps. You were doing what was called next. And I have to say your store, at least one of the versions of your store was one of my favorite places because I had a vision when I first created birds and bees teas of it being more of a holistic wellness center mm-hmm. and, you walk in and there's like a juice stand and a bookstore and potentially healthy food and like a area to do cooking classes. And then there's a whole spectrum of all of the health practitioners that a female would need on any part of her journey, but more specifically through fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum, it would have a daycare area or a place for kids to be yoga, like just, it was so, I get chills still in my body thinking about it. And when I was in my clarity training at that point, like going through my first retreat, I came and I walked a whole like big block. That's now a big ass apartment center, like close to our house. But it was the closest thing that I had felt getting to walk into your store. And that was, was that the first iteration? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your your place, and I can mm-hmm. remember going back to Michigan and being like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun! I get to go hunt out and look for baby boutiques to share the teas with." And so Rosa was kind enough to pick up the teas and have me in to do some tea tastings and that kind of thing. But the energy and the vitality of your store is in huge part because of you, right? The energy and your passion. Mm -hmm. And what I love hearing too, is that you have this renewed sense of love for your store through the last two, three years. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a choice point, right? We have so many choice Mm -hmm. points along the way. Are we going to lean into it? Are we going to lean away from it? Which is a whole nother topic that we were just talking about with tennis and like being all in and being Mm -hmm. proactive and really planning it out. So um, I just, I thank you for what you've done for the community and for yourself. And you just had, you're having a blast with reels right now, which I'm loving to, (laughs) I'm learning so much about it myself and was in resistance to it for a while. And now I'm just having so much fun. Like once you figure out how it works, then it's like, oh, plug, 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 plug. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But your, your first store was um, did you have an entire area that was play for Yeah. So it's interesting that you're describing your perfect, you know, environment. And so after having a baby, I was so isolated and I really was hungry for connection with other families. And I was like, I cannot be the only person that feels this way. So urban toddler came out from that desire just to have a connection. So it was a play shop and learn. So the um, indoor play space was a more sophisticated place, not a dungeons and dragons, you know, princess and things like that. It was a miniature city where urban came from. So there was a cafe, a library, um, Uh, Central Park, which is called Infant Park. And then the shop was um, sophisticated, curated products that a mom might enjoy. So it's like doing two things at one time, like mm, something for them and something for her, for the parent. And then the learn was about um, music classes, sign language, yoga. um, And um, that was the part that um, where they're engaging with the children and engaging with other parents 
that was what was happening because the play space is kind of like you go there, maybe a little intimidating, but in the class, you may have that opportunity to have a conversation, like-minded people. So that it was, it was wonderful, but there was just so many pieces for somebody who's never owned a business before to manage. It was a lot. And I had two little, I had one little one to begin with. And then by like three years later, I had two. And then five years later, I had three. I was like, oh, this is getting exponentially harder. <laughs> Which is, I must say, like, I, I want to highlight and applaud all the women who choose to say no thank you anymore yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful and really speaks to a deep desire and passion and something that must fuel you and that you must receive something from because you kept going. And that yeah. was something that was really interesting in this industry, building the tea company. It's, I'm still in it. But my focus then was boutique stores and building relationships there and yeah. wholesale. Yeah. And now my focus is much more um, direct to consumer. And so the the beauty of what you have done is a lot of moms tap out at that point. And so many women I get to see in this, this process, like, Oh, this is an excitement for a period of time because their kiddos are little. And then they have the products that are relevant for that chapter of their life. And then life changes, right? Your kids mm -hmm. keep growing up. Like you just said, you have a daughter in college now. So yeah, it's so different, but you've had the ability and the desire to pivot. And I think that that's a beautiful piece too. Cause did you have yeah. two locations at one point? I had, yeah, I had um, two locations and a toy company at the same time and for young children. <laughs> I love mom I really so like, much. This is like the biggest shout out to mom. I seriously, you all figure out how to get so much done in a day. Like I applaud yeah. every single mom listening to this whole entire thing. I feel like the more kids you have and the more you have going on, you just keep figuring it out, right? Like there's no, it's like keeping all the balls in the air at the same time, you know? And then just knowing that it will crash at some point, but that's okay. You just get up and you just figure like okay that was probably too much or whatever and I was talking with a friend yesterday and said I'm either tenacious or stubborn what you know you're just like but I think I have that desire to really live yeah with uh, like I don't regret what I did because I mean it was really really hard and there's some parts that I looked at and like man I did that I remember installing car seats for a morning news broadcast, but I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm climbing in the backseat of a car while the, they're filming and I'm so hot and so big or whatever. And then afterwards I'm like, so that just happened. And it's like, then now you have that story. You're just like, yep, I was pregnant installing car seats for families so that they would know how to do it properly. And Obviously, I get, I'm also like a mom because I had one in my belly at the time. And uh, so, but, and all those things I, I think are parts of my character that are now is like, oh, you think that's hard? That was hard, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, and so I think that be the beauty of doing something for 16 years, having kiddos for your whole life, right? Like there's so many yeah. different seasons and chapters for sure. Yeah. And, um, 
you were sharing earlier this um that a lot of people are potentially getting paralyzed by their fears yeah that's a perfection paralysis let's say you have an idea for a business and you're not really sure what to do next because you do you just want to come out of the gate like perfect because you see all these stories like million dollars in three months you know it's like that doesn't actually really happen to 99.9 percent of businesses that those are those are the flukes and then they're just touting it and so i play a lot of tennis i found that i really like it because there is a linear um results like you put in the work practice then you get better I mean so it's very satisfying it's very different than business like you kind of go back and forth but tennis if you put in the work you do get better and so I use a lot of analogies in tennis um in in my life and business and so we were talking about perfection paralysis if you hesitate in tennis and a ball is coming you will be late and you won't be able to hit it properly. You won't be able to put it where you want to put it. You may put your racket on it, but it's just going to go where it wants to go. So in business, it's similar too. It's like, um, if you see an opportunity to change the direction of your business or the ball, you need to go for it. If you hesitate, the results are not going to be nearly as good. So that is um, every year I have a new analogy at the beginning of the year, as I think about like, what is my plan this year? And um one year was come to the net with a plan, right? So that was it. So when you're coming to the net, it means that you are taking over the court and you're closer to the um, net than your opponent is. And you need to be ready to react to the ball that they give you. And I, I thought that that was a good one because that's what COVID was like. Come to the net with a plan because COVID was like, the balls are coming and you're not really setting up the shot. You're just reacting. So now COVID's passed. I said, the new analogy this year is look for an opportunity to change the direction of the ball. Then you are guiding the game and you're setting up the point for a win. So that is my new analogy this year is look for an opportunity to change the direction of the ball. And so that's what I'm doing currently with my business. Like I need to, I'm looking, I'm actively open-minded about what I can do with my business or my skills to change the direction and set up the point for a win and it's not an, it's not a it's not a put away right away tennis is not about a put away shot it's like you have to build the point to put it away see how tennis is every tennis is life <laughs> well and I hope you all can hear this because and if and when we get the I know you've heard me say this as well but when when we get the YouTube channel going you'll you'll get to see her in her light and glory as well but it there's nothing better in my spirit than getting to hear somebody totally come to life. Right. And that is, you said it earlier that you really enjoy life and you do, you get to do that with your kids. You get to see it in your acting, you get to see it in so many different areas. And it's a lot of times play, right? Like if we can figure it out. I love to think about life and business as well as, as workouts. I don't have as much experience in tennis, but (laughs) it lights you up so much, right? And mm-hmm. so it's a clear delineation of these being next steps. And you were sharing earlier too, of having a really 
like desire and passion, right? To be help helping others develop their business and or in their businesses with the yeah. pieces. And those yeah. are things that we seek out, right? When we're going through life that are going to be very, very helpful or that we're looking for. And at least myself wish I would have had a mentor that would have been like, boom, boom, boom. These could be three steps that could really work for your business. Go try them. And if they work fantastic, if they don't, then you get to redirect, right? Hi, friend. I cannot thank you enough for listening. We're going to take a couple second commercial break as I introduce one of my very first courses. Hope you're having an amazing day and look forward to meeting you really soon. Are you ready to shift your mindset? The world has been experiencing so much more anxiety and fear than normal the past few years. Can you feel it? If you're ready to step into your gifts, release fear, build more trust, more joy, and manifest the life you've been desiring, then join me for the free mini course Untangled that I created just for you. I'm so excited to learn more about what you desire and help you live a life that's more aligned with your heart. I can't wait for you to get started. A lot of coaches ask great questions, which I think is really helpful. And there's a time and a place for sure for this is step one. This is step two. This is step Mm -hmm. three or 17, 18, right? Like, oh, great. You've been through four or five ups and downs and that kind of thing and experienced a handful of things. And now this is the next pivot in place that you get to figure out where the direction of your ball is going. So you know what I also like, you're like making me think a a lot about, um, like small businesses like myself, we don't really have that much time to think about things without doing actions because rent is due. Um, your credit card bills do like, you don't have time so much to think about, like, what do I need to do? So I think a lot of small business owners are in panic mode and they're just like, you know, kind of reaching out instead of, instead of getting their feet in ready position, <laughs> I mean, like I'm going to go tennis again because so like what I would want to do. And I, I feel it in my heart. Every time I see a business and I'm like, if you just did this one thing, it would just make your post significantly better, but it's not my place because they haven't asked me. But if somebody was to ask me, they're like, can you look at my Instagram profile and tell me like, aesthetically, am I doing it right? Or do I have all the right links on there? I would just go in there and say, this is where the, this is the call to action for your visitors. Like, what are you asking them to do? You know, where do you want to drive them? What is the thing that you're offering them that they they want or they don't even know that they want but they want so i'm at that point right now is like i've i did it for myself it's like oh okay this is working and then i want to share it with other people i'm like this is working you should do that for your business because you have really great products and um i don't know what you're waiting for do it now yeah. So what did you, what did you do for yourself? That was a pivot through that, that you recognized and were able- um, so before COVID I had virtually no online presence. I sort of believed that if you just had a brick and mortar, they would come, you do like the traditional advertising, they would just come and then they would know, you know, but um, you know, honestly, people just need to be reminded like, Hey, I'm here. And during COVID that was my primary objective was just to be like, I'm not selling you anything, but I'm just letting you know I'm still here. 
if you ever need anything, these are the things that I offer, you know? And that just seemed to like work is it was not a pushy thing. It was more just like, I'm here. And that's what social media it really is. It's just like, here's what we carry. Here's what we're, here's what's new. So that you feel connected. And so I looked at my Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, the content is not even um, relatable. I, I, I look at the old ones and I'm like, I don't really, I don't really know what I was doing. And now there's more of a strategy to it. Like there's a specific things every day. Um, Must have Monday, trending Tuesday, what's new Wednesday, you know, top brands Thursday, things um, fun on Friday. And like, so at least there's just a structure for my posts. And then what is my goal to drive them to our website or come to the store and um, have them informed. Oh, you can shop with me virtually. Oh, you can shop in person like concierge, it's all curated. All these messages have to be consistently communicated through my social media um, and through my training and through the store. So I, I would say um, it would be very fulfilling for me to help another company take an outside perspective. I'm not paralyzed by perfection, their, their perfection idea of perfection. I would like to go in and be like like the show with the prophet do you remember that show the prophet yes i love that show i wish i was like i just think that like but just more of a less produced version of that would be great that's like let me come visit your store i've done research on your website i've looked at your social media and i'm going to come in i'm going to spend some time with you in your store and then i'm going to give you an action plan and how to do it and then call me if you have any questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're Rosa. <laughs> if you're in the baby industry or have a brick and mortar anywhere and you want to grow your social media following, you have got to, or you're that, and, and that's not even so much it, right? It's, it's connection and community and developing relationships with your customers. Yeah. But it's a it's building the trust. So everything, so your social media is about building trust and then different aspects of it is, so the reels are to attract new customers to follow you, right? Because it's entertaining and it's fun. A story is flat out selling. Like here's a new product. Here's how you buy it, right? A post is informative. And like an I, they used to be IG stories. They're just like you're teaching so that you're giving something to like the person that agreed to watch your posts. And, um, but I will say that it's like for the business, the business aspect of it, because now I've grown up and realized it's not just about connecting. Like you have to make money if you want to have a business or you can't have a business. So you have to do the both. My posts, if I do a post, if not, if it's not that day or the very next day, which is they'll buy it exactly what I posted because they didn't know I had it. So I think of it as a way of like, they didn't know. So now they know I help them, you know? So yeah. I think that um, yeah. social media is not supposed to, it, it's does, it's not bothersome if you do it well. Like I enjoy your posts. They're always beautifully, carefully thought out. Graphics are always gorgeous. And like you, your packaging on your tees, like everything that you do is the best. Thank you. People appreciate it. And they trust you because you've taken the time to do that. Then your product must also be amazing. So thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah. And are you, um, are you doing mainly reels? How, how have you noticed, um, things shifting and changing? And I, I love that you say that whatever it is that you're posting, they're purchasing, because when I walk into a store, like, especially some that, I don't know, there's always something, a new season thing going on. Right. And so it's a beautiful way for them to shop from home. Mm -hmm. I do believe that that's one of the most powerful things that the pandemic did for us in the last couple of years is really help us shift. I, I don't know up until then, if I really was maybe just before like, yeah. actually ordering things for myself off of Amazon and off of, you know, having groceries delivered and that kind of thing, but it mm-hmm. really helped swing the pendulum. So oh, totally like people that weren't online shoppers became online shoppers, people that didn't use QR codes expect to use a QR code now and so anything that we have in the store that I could link to something by a QR code is a lot easier than them typing in www dot whatever it is, you know, and um, it, it does help because um, if when you go into a big store, it's overwhelming and it's kind of a task, right? But if I am serving it up in little morsels, just on an Instagram feed, then they'll come in with that grocery list and be like, I'd like this because I saw it yesterday and I like it and they'll, they'll buy it. Like I have customers that will come in and I'll, I'll do an entire reel and they'll like pause it or screenshot it. And they're like, I want that. I mean, it's like that, that's how effective it is. That's fantastic. If you are, if you're willing to do it, um, it is very effective and yeah, it's probably the most effective thing that I'm doing for my business right now because it, it reminds people to come in. Or, or reminds them like, oh, they do that. No. And how are you putting them together? Are you, do you take all the photos? Are you using photos from somewhere else? Um, I use a variety. So sometimes I'll use photographs from my vendors because they're beautiful. Like, you know, I don't have the budget for the photography. So occasionally I'll use their photos, but I think the way that Instagram is the organic, when you're building original content is um, like the algorithms, it's rates higher than, um, using like a video produced already. I don't know how they can tell, but like if I produce a reel um, and I can do it outside in an editing program and then bring it in, it, I don't find any difference in that. Um, but if I'm like, if I, I'll do a reel and I'll get inspiration really from either the music that I hear or somebody else's reel. I'm like, okay, that's good. That fits my vibe. Um, but really just my own thing of that day. Like, and I do it that day. You do. My reels are in that moment. Like, the weather changed like yesterday's reel was like it was 50 degrees in the morning and 80 degrees in the afternoon i'm hot right so i'm like the kids are probably going through that too so how do you dress for those kind of days that was like the inspiration yesterday Hmm. as i wore a heavy sweater to work and i was like i'm so hot this is terrible (laughs) everybody must be feeling the same way or yeah or it got cooler and all of a sudden you realize you don't have any pants like and then my children i'm like you don't have pants how did this happen no so then my post will be like, must have Monday pants, you know, or like whatever, just like being in the moment uh, of living and then how it relates to how other people would probably be thinking. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yeah. I'd love to help people. Yeah. I mean, like we're in the infancy of like developing this uh, consulting business, like myself and this other woman that owned like a baby boutique. So between the two of us, we have like 26 years of, store experience that can help especially the the entrepreneurs that are just starting 
you know, there's like hindsight is 2020, right? I would like, oh my God, I would have never done that. I would have started with this and these products and displaying it this way and this point of sale, you know, all that information. Happy to share it. Yeah. That's awesome. So how can people find you if they are inspired by this and want to have another conversation or a deeper conversation? Probably the best way is like, just go um, through Instagram and direct message. Don't you think that's the fastest? Because I get those notifications the fast. That's where I spend the most time. So if you send it to me in an email, it might get lost. (laughs) So the same way. But if you go to my urban toddlers um, Instagram and direct message me, then you can see what I'm doing and decide for yourself and then message me. And then we can figure out a way to connect because this is something that I'm very uh, passionate about and excited to, to share. I was like, you know what? I figured something out and I'd like other people to have that and be able to keep their businesses. Yeah. 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 That is, that is huge. And, and I think the other thing that you shared earlier too, which I know for myself is that Brisbane's tea is just downright isn't the most profitable company that I could have created. And I pay attention to education and a lot of people that are, you know, offering things. And I don't know as much about clothing. Um, I look forward to having more conversations with you, but it was so interesting for me of figuring out how to price things and mm-hmm. what was oh yeah as far as wholesale and then if you had a broker or if you had all these other logistical things in there and at the end of the day too I think there's a huge part of being appreciative and grateful for what you have created for the education that you do learn along the way and what it what it delivers right like now you get to step into a whole new chapter that may light you up in a completely different way and or maybe more than you ever have which is so fun yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So this, the timing was perfect that, you know, we connected on messenger a while. I think you reached out to me. So and I think, yeah, I saw that you had a post with the governor in your, in your shop. I know. That was I, really fun. It was so, super cool because, okay, so I did, again, it's one of those things you don't know if you try. So a while back I had applied for the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses program. So it's an executive MBA program that you apply for. It's only for entrepreneurs. It's only for chief executives or owners of the company. And they take 30, 35 to 37 um, people per cohort. And it's a $50,000 fellowship to go get your MBA and they pay for it. Wow. If you get it right. So I did that. And then you have this incredible network. So it's 10,000 small businesses. Now you're connected with 10,000 small businesses across the country that have done this. So you were that selected are that are the- to actually go through the program. What's that? You were selected to go through the program. Yeah. Yep. So I did that. And so I was cohort 14. Yeah. That's cool. This was before the pandemic. And honestly, after the program was over, my first thing was like, I've done so many things wrong. <laughs> I should probably just stop now. Second one, after I took a month off of not working at all, because I was paralyzed, like, oh, my God, I've done this so inefficiently. And now, you know, it's like, oh, this is why people go to business school and then start a business. But I did actually the other way around. But anyway, it just doesn't matter. Like, it just it all was just like, 
I've had hands-on experience and then a textbook to tell me like, uh, yeah, that's not the right way to do it. And, you know, they come together. And so um, because of this network, they, Governor Whitmer was looking for small businesses to connect with. And so one day my LinkedIn profile had like 185 searches, like looks at it. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, I knew something was happening. So they called me and they're like, Governor Whitmer would like to visit you. And how about Debbie Dingle too? And I was like, cool. So she's a Congresswoman. And um, so they did a private, private visit, secret security, all that kind of stuff. And they're like, if you tell anyone, we're not coming. (laughs) Don't put it on your social media. That's basically. Uh, So they came and it was really cool. And I, you know, talked to her and whether you're a big fan of her or not, it was pretty cool for her to come and visit a small business and um, just ask, how is it going? You know, and I told her it is very challenging. And like, we all thought that once COVID was over, like business would go back to normal. No way. It's taken like, two full years to get it back to where like it's normal to come in all the time. People still wear masks sometimes. Some of my staff still wear masks, you know, it's up to them. And um, so it's not all the way normal, but there's some great things that came out of COVID that like curbside pickup. That's wonderful. (laughs) I wish everybody had curbside pickup for everything. Yeah. I never want to stand there and order anything. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was really cool that she came um, and uh, yeah, like those little opportunities. So they obviously vetted out the different businesses where they wanted to visit. So I thought that was a, a huge compliment that she'd want to come spend time here. And then she left on her jet and she went up to Market, Michigan. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. So fun. So, yeah. so, so fun. So if yeah. you are in Ann Arbor, is that is your store in downtown Ann Arbor now? No, we're in um, Arbor Hills, which is shopping center um, that's in Ann Arbor. Awesome. Then please, please, please go into My Urban Toddler, check her out online. And the reason that I know that the governor came is because of one of your reels. I think you did a reel about it. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Um, and it just warmed my heart so much and I wanted to celebrate you and then connect. And then I thought, oh my gosh, as soon as my mind starts going like purely from a a place of gratitude, and then it's like, oh, there's so many people in my life that I want to share their story and get them out into the world in a new and different way. So thank you for your time and thank you for doing this and being with us all. Really, really. A pleasure. Anytime. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.